My wedding name would be Trevor the Reptile. <laughs> what? Take the BuzzFeed quiz to find out your wedding name. <laughs> Is that like one of those things where you, you know, it's like the month the month you're born. You got to the... pick two things you looked at. Your name, your name is January Keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> your true name is the 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 month of your birthday and the day of your birthday. My name's July thirtieth. This is this is how January Jones got let got wound up with her very good name. <laughs> she was born on the Jones day of, of January. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Jones. <laughs> oh, we're so fucking you know, dumb. Monday, we Tuesday, <laughs> famous numbers. <sighs> Just howling at the idea of Jones being a day. <laughs> the dumbest. <laughs> It's, it's like a number. Jones is not a number. That's so silly. Oh, that's so silly. We're so incorrigible. Oh, God. Oh, just four gooses in the silly tub and just shake us up. <laughs> four gooses in the silly tub. I'm glad the show is still what it always was. <laughs> oh, we don't change a bit, baby. <laughs> no, you don't. Let me tell you about my family. I sell propane and propane accessories. Oh wow! Listen to the listen to the chirping of those birds and the and and the wind whistling through the willows because it is because guess what t- what time it is today? It's Saturday morning, Tuesday, and I'm your host Rory. I'm Andy, and I'm Austin. We're we're the animated podcast about real cartoons, and well, we're just we're just the the three of us are sitting we're sitting in the on the garden patio sipping tea and talking about cartoons. We're having our tea time cartoon talk. And we're just, we are, it's just going to be pretty much all this. This is going to be so much fun when, oh, oh no. Oh dear, oh no. It looks, do you guys see what I'm seeing? Do you see in the garden what I see? Yeah. Do you what see is it? Scampering up over that wall. That seems to be a four, some sort of, some sort of four-armed jape monster. <laughs> four arms? Four-armed jape monster. <laughs> four arms. <laughs> yes. Yes. Four arms? Ah, <laughs> oh, the monkey's in the garden. What, what monkey has four arms? <laughs> <It's a> monster. <laughs> Two of those are legs, Rory. No, they, I'm confident they have hands on the bottom. <laughs> well, and if last time a- I checked, hands on the bottom are on arms, not legs. They've got four hands and four arms. <laughs> That's what they have. Well, if there's a monkey in the garden, we better go get it. <laughs> oh, I say, this monkey, this monkey is, this monkey is causing japes, too many japes for me on my Sunday, for the Sunday afternoon tea. Oh, well, it's oh, a good thing we God. have our, our special guest, Nathan Cox, here with us uh, to and, also and help us professional catch monkey. J- professional jape shutter downer. <laughs> Shuts yeah. down japes. It's what I do. I knock down japes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All this effort just to get Rory stupid. There's a monkey in the garden, and we gotta go catch it, theme. 
Wait, is this a prior element of other shows? Have I missed something? No, no you're right. You're no. right there with us. Okay, this is the beginning. This is this is what it is. Uh, we're in a really good mood today. I gotta tell you, we're giggling and on it, that garden tea. Got sweet sweet <laughs> garden tea. You know what's in it. And I gotta tell you, we watched a show, and it's in no small part my fault. So I should I should probably apologize. Um. There was a, there please. was a show. Oops, please apologize. Andy, the monkey's got your tea. No, come <laughs> back. He's gonna be was, so drunk on caffeine in a minute. I was only three sips deep. Okay, I've had only one, two, <laughs> three sips tea. Three sips of tea was all I had, and that monkey just came and took the tea right from my hand, right from my my funny little teacup. And now the he's tossing it between off. one of his four hands, <laughs> juggling it. This we watched the no cartoon good. for this special episode that we wanted to bring our good friend Nathan Cox here for because we okay, always show him really good content. But if a monkey content. wore pants, how would oh. they wear? Oh, he's in Nathan's pants. He's got Nathan's pants. <laughs> oh, no, I got my pants are not gone. They're gone for good. I'm never getting those pants back. Oh, God. Would the monkey uh, put them on his arms, his lower arms? Oh, Nathan, or... Nathan is faking disappointment at these, at these pants. <laughs> I oh, no, no. My pants my underwear. Pants. Oh, oh, no. Whoops. He took my underwear, too. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, but that's a oh, horrible oh. thing that happened. You, wait, Rory, do you have tearaway underwear? What's going on? <laughs> Your pants yeah. never came off. How is this happening? We all have tearaway underwear. The monkey is strong and resilient, and he wants them. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, one of our sponsors. It's Tearaways uh, oh God. Underwear. Hey, remember the cartoon we're here to watch? I don't, it's, no. Oh, well, let me tell you, because I found this cartoon. So they have there's these big compilations of cartoon intros on YouTube. It's like supposedly every 80s cartoon intro ever. And it's in like various really long videos, one after another. And I had it on the background while I was working one day. And I get to the letter V and a couple things, you know, Voltron happens, et cetera, et cetera. And then we get to Vitor, the Starfire champion. And <laughs> this song blew my pants right off. My tearaway underwear just went right off up to the ceiling. And I was so stoked about this theme song and this crazy show I'd never heard of that I absolutely had to like this is this is probably the, the, the quickest turnaround from learning about a show to putting it on our podcast that we've had so far. Yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, and so uh yeah who did anybody i definitely did some research into this because this was sort of mine to bring to the table did anybody look i wasn't able to learn a whole lot what uh what did you cook up uh okay so so vitor vitor only had four episodes so that's how you know it's quality nathan Um, feel free to keep us updated with what's going on with your pants and the monkey whatever whatever you're getting into in the garden while andy's talking just keep us keep us up to date the monkey has set my pants on fire. I just want to. Oh no, not the monkey! That monkey checkered pants. So it makes a oh. striking visual. Oh my god! They were god. so funny. Ugh. So there were only four episodes, which is kind of crazy. Um, and we can only find two of them online, which is kind of perfect because we only ever really like watching two episodes for one of our podcasts, anyway. Um, and so this one is came out in 1989, uh, and it was created by a company called World Events Productions, which is the same company. That distributed Voltron, Saber Rider, and the Star Sheriffs, Defender of the Universe, and they also created Denver the Last Dinosaur. Oh, uh, and like Twinkle the Dream Being, and a whole bunch of other things that you never cared about or thought about. Uh, sure, I like and... Denver the Last Dinosaur. That show was fun. Yeah, well, I that mean, was like that was like their first solo. Like they made it themselves, rather yeah, than yeah. I mean, like, I, I was four an when I was watching it, so you know. 
<laughs> rose-colored glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so these guys, it's it's really funny. Uh, there's not a lot of info about Vitor. So surprise, surprise. Um, but basically, they couldn't get. It was expensive to produce uh, because they were using a little bit of computer animation and some like higher quality animation in certain sequences, and it was more expensive than they wanted when they also couldn't get a toy company lined up to help them. I believe uh, it. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it, it and doesn't everything. look low budget. I mean, it, it's it's kooky, but it, it looks pretty quality most of the time. Yeah, at least. I, I don't know. I the mean, fight, the me, fights are crappy. The fights are pretty ugly. But but <laughs> what year was it? <laughs> it, it? I don't know. I really I could not see what sort of computer animation they were talking. about. Uh, I wasn't looking for computer animation, but I just meant the budget. It, it, I'm yeah. not surprised to learn that it was a, a higher budget than than they right. should have had. It certainly was an ambitious project. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to be an original property with just so much going on uh, at all times, <laughs> a lot of heavy world building elements, um, mm-hmm. heavy metal really, world building. Yeah, and really <laughs> like skilledily, you know, really, yeah, 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 yeah. uh huh. Um, really <laughs> hitting on the the Star Wars element of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really, a lot of the the stuff here that I saw, I, the most surprising thing for me was that this was made in 1989 because mm-hmm. I really got a like very early, I got like a 1983 vibe from it, like early 80s, this felt like. And then the fact to, to hear that it was made near the end of the decade is actually really surprising just because it, I don't know, like it sucked so much in a very certain <laughs> way. That you guys, this felt- show's about wizards with rocket ships. I fucking got a blast. <laughs> uh, I I have I have one or two other little tidbits here. Um, so I wanted to those look TBs. Up- Let your TBs on us, my friend. I would love to. Yeah, your tiddly, your tiddly, your tiddly boings, your tiddly, your tiddly, tiddly BBs, TB, uh, Andy and the TBs. Yeah, you're, you're really good today. This How is many your sips of form, tea have you had, Rory? <laughs> Jesus, boy, drink. Jesus. And what's in your tea? <laughs> Nathan, I need a pants Ooh. update. <laughs> but pants update. Okay, the, the, the pants are now smoldering. Oh. Uh, I have taken the ash and made a, a cave painting out of the pants ash. Mm. Uh, and I made, I made a portrait of the monkey, the four-armed monkey who burned them. Uh <laughs> Around next to it, you made it's, me this monkey. It's a real Degas style painting. Uh, lots of like broad, broad strokes and smudges, mm. but he looks like a, a dancer. Oh, you oh. guys! The monkey's masturbating now. Uh, he's masturbating, not in the garden. Uh, so not where I not where I pick my peaches from the peach tree, monkey. Uh, monkey, don't get yourself off in front of everybody. Come on, <laughs> no, no, no monkey, uh, leave it at home. That's so inappropriate. Uh, I cannot believe that happened on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's great how it's an audio medium, and if we didn't comment on it, no one would have noticed. Um, we would have known. World Events Productions. Yeah, you could have really felt the vibe change. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would worse People... if we just quietly pretended to watch a monkey masturbate and didn't say anything about it. <laughs> uh, so I looked, I looked up, I wanted to see more information about World Events Productions because they own, they like kind of own the, the distribution for, for Voltron. They like own the rights to Voltron, uh, you know, which is created from other anime, right? Like Go Lions and that sort of thing. And so I was like, other well, what? what's their deal? No, nothing. I, I'm just trying to slip that <laughs> under the radar. It's fine. Uh, so I wanted to look them up. So I found their website 
And no, Andy, you, so... said a, you said a dark word. <laughs> I said the word you anime. Said one of I the said forbidden anime. words. Uh, I said I anime. Said I would only come on this podcast if that word was never said. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry I failed you, but you're already fucking naked from the waist down. What else can go wrong for you? I'm like um, I'm like Donald Duck. Oh, but what you don't know is I just fashioned myself a uh, a, a makeshift skirt out of banana leaves. Uh, I wouldn't use those bananas. No more. You. <laughs> now, uh, question, Nathan: Is that a banana, or are you happy to see me? Is Austin, I'm always happy to see you. Come on. Okay. You know. All right. That's your penis. <laughs> uh, so. So, okay, so real, real fast, I'm going to get through this. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys this because I found it fascinating. Uh, I went to their website. It kind of looks like someone uh, sort of updated it last in 2006 and didn't touch it since, uh, which is weird because, like, their last update in the news sections from 2013, but there's no mention on this entire site about the Netflix Voltron show, uh, which they're listed as a co-producer on. So I don't know what's hmm. going on with their website. It's very strange. But at the bottom, the copyright line reads... Copyright 2019 World Events Productions and its brands. And I bet you don't want to know where the apostrophe or, or where there is an apostrophe. And it's in the word it's. So uh, uh, World Events Productions and Are you making its fun of their imperfect grammar? They're imperfect English? They're American. This is oh. a company in the South somewhere like like Georgia or South Carolina or something. I've forgotten. Oh, so you're making fun of Southerners. <laughs> I'm making fun of people who put can't read very good. official websites together and taking, don't know where taking, to put an apostrophe down people in the who can't word read. That's a real, it's a real strong stance, Andy. Everybody, uh, you know, we, we, we had a moment here in the garden. Um, we had some more tea and we have just been watching this monkey uh, still go to town um, with himself. <laughs> um, uh, and several other monkeys now have joined him. Uh, and they're all also similarly uh, uh, getting in on the on the action here. Um, they're all masturbating you know, the monkey, catch... the one monkey. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're all working on the same. Kind of, they're all working on the railroad, if you know what I mean. Um, oh no! 
You know, we didn't. We failed to catch the first monkey, and this is the consequence: is that yeah. more monkeys have followed. And in, in they've this got sort forearms, of... and all four of them are masturbating himself. Right? Yeah, they're all kind of. Um, I hate this. Creating a perpetual motion machine of. Uh, <laughs> I hate this content we make together of monkey fantasy. Um. So the first episode we watched of Vitor, the Starfire Champion, was titled "The Starfire Legacy." <laughs> And uh, let's 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 listen to me read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Skyla, sassy princess of the Sky Kingdom of Arion. This was written by Andy, by the way. Uh, okay. Ventures <laughs> below the clouds for the first time and meets a sexy woodland teen named Vitor. They are both attacked by mutoids sent by the evil Mizor in his relentless search for the Starfire Ring. Wait, I'm sorry. What, what is what is Vitor? I, I don't know if I. Caught. He's a sexy woodland teen. Um. They are both attacked by mutoids sent by the evil Mizor in his relentless search for the Starfire Ring. Forced to retreat, they wind up in an ancient chamber where a holographic info dump woman tells them about their secret pasts, their destiny, and a magic orb they need to steal. Yeah. I hope you like the summaries I've written today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because because Andy Davis, and I gave him credit for Sexy Woodland Teen. <laughs> I gave him, I donated a laugh to Andrew Davison's laugh fund. Yeah, everyone, you know, it's, it's like full of cobwebs in there in that fund. So, was, you know, every 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 penny counts. Thank you so much for your your uh, your kind donation. Uh, before we before we really get into it, we need, I mean, we need to talk about the world and, and what even is going on in Vitor. Uh, Nathan, I like doing this with our guests. Nathan, first yeah. thoughts, big thoughts. Uh, first thoughts, big thoughts. Uh, <laughs> they, they are many. Uh, big thoughts is, uh, this was somewhat entertaining. Uh, it, it was (laughs) weird, uh, at times frustrating. And the classic question that I always ask myself, would I have watched this? Mm. And the thing is for four episodes, probably, (laughs) Uh, but maybe not for much longer than that. Uh, it, it's just, it's so bizarre because it's a mix of everything. There's robots. There's like shamans. There's <laughs> evil space warlords. There's yeah, a bee- the first thing we see in this episode is a monster kill a robot for punish yeah. him for his insolence. <laughs> it was just, it, it was a strange one, but I didn't hate it, which is a new thing for me in Saturday Morning Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We really wanted to give you the gift of not hating something. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think I think mostly we felt like this would be a, a an incremental step towards decent content. We don't want to like it's culture shock if we just drop you right into something good. Yeah, like oh, I'd have an allergic put, reaction and die. Yeah. You're like yeah. a goldfish that we can't shock you in like, you know, mm-hmm. a different water temperature. We got to keep you in the bag as we sort of warm you up. Thank yeah, you. there's a good there's a good metaphor to say what I already said. It was very nice. Yeah. And, and now he's a goldfish, so you know we all, we all gain something. He um, is. He's a, he's a special <laughs> goldfish. And Vitor, Vitor is such a yeah. I think it is really a mix of all things, and that's part of the problem because they throw so much at you in these episodes that it they throw they throw it at you without really making the content good. <laughs> Well, let's like, throw it at the at the listener. Start start telling me about the world. We get we get a really we get a really progressive layout of of what's going on here, you know? Um Yeah. We we start learning about 
Mizor. Well, actually, the way we start is because so in the theme song, which is great. Um, and <sighs> yeah, I mean, hopefully you've heard it already. We've played it a clip of it, but I'm pretty uh, sure I played the whole thing just now. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 so good, especially we've got uh, Mizor doing a kind of rhyme rap sort of like. <laughs> That that's very fun to hear him uh, talk and rhyme with himself. Um, but oh, they right. also and that's that's Peter Cullen, right? So it's Optimus Prime being our bad guy. Yeah, and they he didn't they didn't animate really anything new just for the intro. They pretty much just reuse clips that have already existed from the show, and so they kind yeah. of like find ways to dub over or use it when their lips aren't moving. Uh, to to repurpose that footage, uh, which is which is pretty easy to see once you know <laughs> once you know what you're looking at. But um, in the theme, they mention in a galaxy far away, which I guess isn't copywritten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because if you like Star Wars, you'll love and then Vitor. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Vitor, the Starfire <laughs> Champion. Uh, and that Star Wars link is really hit upon once the show starts, because we start in a what really looks like a Jabba's palace kind of dark area with a snorting, basically a hog creature and a and a prissy, a prissy English robot going, oh, my, my circuits, I do bleed. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, there's several the... C-3PO's in this show. I did my best. I me go in there. I, I, I have a better idea. Uh, I'm going to call him F3PP. Three, three, F3PP. <laughs> no, F3PP. F3PP. <laughs> no, just F3PP. <laughs> you, you just made that very lewd and also Italian at the same time. F3PP. <laughs> I'm going to call him F3PP. <laughs> Definitely. And, um,. If he, you know, if he doesn't sell people on the like, hey, did you like Star Wars? Because look, we've got these elements <laughs> of it. Um, and they walk into a room with Mizor, and Mizor is upset that in the last seven, what, seventeen years, they still yeah, haven't 17. found the Starfire Ring, and he wants it, and uh, he still doesn't have it, so he drops F three PPO into a, <laughs> into, a uh, into a trap door into and a that's rancor the last pit. We see of them, yeah, into the Rancor pit. Um, and I think that's where, that's where most of the Star Wars stuff ends and it just kind of, uh, there's, there's other things throughout, yeah. uh, little bits, little bits, yeah. um, but it takes a turn for the little, the more heavy metal, just, we're just going to get, we're going to get, uh, a wizard, a wizard girl in a rocket, in a rocket car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, hill people building catapults and. And having boomerang <laughs> competitions. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so, so Mizor, Mizor is gonna he's gonna find the Starfire Ring, and then yeah, we cut to Princess Skyla, and I gotta I gotta say, we, this is the second Skyla in like a month. Second on Skyla show. in a month. Yeah, we looked at, at like Sky that. Dancers and Dragonflies, and I believe it was Sky Dancers that had yeah. Queen Skyla or Dame Skyla. Uh-huh. Um, and that was before this, I'm pretty sure. I think so. And so, uh, you know, I'm 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 just pretty sure that this is the same canon. You know that the that the Wingdom is uh, is this place. That's what I have to believe. We haven't yeah. mentioned Mizor's crystal ball yet, which is very. Oh, funny. he's got yeah, a crystal. He's got some kind of orb. It's that the Saturn him... orb. 
And and it's it's like a lot of our other villains that we've seen so far is that they just kind of have good television, um, <laughs> and they're just like watching the show because so, they got to do something in their chair while the, if they're not like out actually attacking people and it's just yeah. them sitting around and it you know if they just have a a perfect uh w- you know third person camera on the main characters at all times they don't have to worry about any sort of like plot conveniences of right. oh how did they find out do you um, think it's just do you think Mizor you think Mizor and Robotnik and Edamon and Monstar all shop at the same like omniscient television company like yeah definitely yeah like they def they definitely have the same supplier i don't understand like do at we least know when with that Edamon, started? like they kind of make a whole thing of it right he's got his his vast <laughs> network of, of television <laughs> of wires. wires and cords right yeah they sort of that's like a plot point of like trying to dismantle that network this is just yeah. sort of magicked up I imagine. I, just, I wonder where know, that trope started. I wonder what the first show to have the the villain just sort of always be able TV. to have like TV of the of the what the good guys are yeah, doing. Yeah, dinosaurs had that too. The, the yeah, Tyrannos they did. had that too. Does it get Fox and Friends? I just want to make sure <laughs> it gets right. Fox and Friends. <laughs> you think Donald Trump has that? You think he's got a a TV? He's got t- tell he's got villain TV. Or you can see what I'm doing in the bathroom. And he just pounds his his fist on a (laughs) a a large I don't like the direction that almost went. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's that monkey doing? Oh. Oh, God. He just just pounded his fist. The lady monkeys have shown up and they're just just spreading pasta sauce all over. They're making pizza. (laughs) (laughs) They're making pizza. Is that real or is that a Get your dang mind out of the gutter because everybody's making pizza now. Yeah. All the monkeys are making you pizza. They got little chef hats on. Monkey pizza. <laughs> Nathan, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm still sorry, though. Uh, so let's talk about Skyla. Yeah, Skyla's, uh, she's, I don't know, she's got a real rad haircut. Um, it's like not mohawk, but I don't know. It's just, it pokes up in all sorts of different areas. It's purple and she's got another C-3PO, uh, who is her like spaceship, her car, whatever you want to call it. It's her talking, it's her talking car. It's her, it's her Knight Rider. Yeah. A wind chaser. Uh, yes. Wind chaser. Wind chaser. Yeah. She's basically like, uh, what Judy Jetson or something like she's basically like, you got like the Flintstone civilization and the Jetson civilization. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and they basically do crossover in this movies. world. Um, well, except those two. Wind, Wind Chaser is night is just Night Rider. Uh, he's yeah, purely Night Rider. Uh, it sounds yeah. like Night Rider, yeah. except maybe more annoying. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad yeah. that we did and not see that much more of the character throughout the show because I was like, oh, I cannot listen to this car jet plane <laughs> for much longer. Well, well and 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 Windchaser is voiced by Pat Fraley, and I think we've gotten on this show some kind of Pat Fraley bingo uh, now because we watched him play Krang and Brave Star and Moo Montana and now Windchaser. Like, I feel oh, like he doesn't yeah. have recognizable roles left. Yeah, he's been um, in fucking everything. But um, but yeah, we we've hit all the good spots. I gotta Mr. say Fraley. though. I I actually really liked Skyla um, as a character. I think she might have been the strongest character in the whole show. I mean, her um, overt racism aside. Yes, she does have weird a weird <laughs> well, the jungle people racism are white, so... for native people. Yeah, the jungle yeah, people are kind... not all white. 
No, they're well, predominantly non-white except for Vitor. We'll talk about that. They're like a New Jersey brown. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, they're not. They're not New Jersey no. brown. No. 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 Yeah, they're all. They're all. They all have like long brown hair and blue eyes. They're. They're not. These are white. These are. These are Europeans. You think they're just a bunch of tanned white people? No, it's just there the, is a, it's, it's to, the darkest skin tone that they were willing to show on on screen at that point in in culture. <laughs> like that, it, the only reason they're not actually what they should be is because they were afraid that waspy people would turn off the television if they saw dark people. I mean, oh, look, yeah. you're not wrong, but they they can't be both. They can't be too racist to show black people, but also it's racist to talk about what would be black people if they weren't so racist. Yeah, they right? can't you know, win. They they put themselves in a bad <laughs> spot here. It's not a good spot, though. Their 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 elder chief Eldor. Oh, uh, <laughs> the he's, worst. He's he's pretty obviously. They're going for kind of a Native American vibe with Chief Eldor. Yeah, right uh, now, but but first, I just uh, finished my thought about Skyla. Um, she does have a a lot of weird constant prejudices about like the savages and about the, the yeah. primitive people. But aside from that, she has a really interesting like so she's a scientist and she's of this technology based sky kingdom of Arion with her flying talking <laughs> car. And she likes making inventions and she's sort of like a scientist prankster. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love about Skyla primarily is just how little she gives a fuck at any given time. Uh, she sort of just wanders around in a daze, sort of lightly caring about most things. Yes, yes. Which is really refreshing, I think, for like an ingenue character, you know, of like the the female lead, because usually they're just sort of, I don't know, like they're sort of, uh, they don't have strong character and, and they, they're just sort of reactive to things. And they're, you know, they, I, yeah. I, I had a similar uh, observation with Skyla, uh, well, about about Carl, like these sort of this, this, this kind of character. And I'm, I'm curious about your guys, your, your point of view on this. So so here's what I noticed with Skyla is that, like, I, I'm noticing a trend where we get these competent, smart women put into a position where magic is real and they're kind of idiots for not believing in magic. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, we had that in Skydancers, too. Yes, we did. Though I found, and I mean, this is getting into the plot of things a little bit, I actually really did not like her the voice acting choice i felt like it mm. made her seem uh somehow i don't have a better way to say this uh it made her seem kind of ditzy uh yeah yeah in reality her in reality her character was like maybe op like yes. who needs vitor and his <laughs> trimarine she pretty much handled every single situation yeah. with no problems whatsoever yeah, yeah. yeah no no one like where the fuck is the Sky Kingdom? They could probably just fly down and take care of this war if they cared even a little bit. Like, right. why are we having this? Pe- these people build like wooden catapults when she's got a car that talks and shoots laser beams. Like, so the the village. We go to the village down below, uh, where Skyla is kind of on her way down to sort of check out things because she hasn't been there, and she was told not to go there, and. Uh, we go to this village. Uh, what's the name? There's like an island. It's an oh, island it's like in the middle. Ilor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the village is preparing to have their like special tournament that will determine who the village champion is. And it's two dudes. And it's and they're Vitor. Just having a foot race. Yeah, they're gonna have a foot race that's gonna determine who the champion of the village is. And it's it's uh, 
Vitor and Targill. Targill. Targill, but so but they're see... they're having that foot race, and uh, then they get a- attacked by the mutoids, which is ridiculous because like mutoids to me makes it sound like they're mutants, but they're robots, and mutoids does yeah. not sound like the name of a robot. And then Targill, like, just yells, "I will fight it," and tries to hit it with a stick. <laughs> Uh, but then strangely just wrecks its ass with that stick like or, or no sorry vitor does like yeah turns I out the stick Targill, was much more powerful than i thought targel targel they, they make him look like he brought a club to a laser fight and <laughs> and then vitor brings the same club and now this club does serious damage i think i think it's just main character powers yeah uh, but so when this happens, uh, uh, this is when Skyla comes down and Skyla and Vitor wind up falling off a cliff and they wind up in a cave and then there's some magical runes and there's a, a pool or something and there's a dragon that turns into a person because <laughs> the, the ring uh, from Vitor. The, so Vitor on his uh, chest. I, I believe like, that sewn was into a, a, his shirt. a weavern, not a dragon. Uh, <laughs> okay. It didn't have hind legs or just wings. So <laughs> how do you? How are you um, actually supposed to say that? Is it wyvern, weavern, wyvern? I've heard I've like heard everybody wyvern. say every different version. It's a nerd trap. If you know, I'm not gonna be friends with you. <laughs> 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 but okay, so so. So Vitor has this magic ring that's sewn into his shirt like a like a <laughs> child who's lost on a field trip. Um, <laughs> and I guess he's just sort of always had it and he just likes it. Yeah, um, he, just, he just decides to wear it every day. And uh, and that energy creates a woman, an exposition woman. Um her name is Miria. It's Lyria. Oh, is it Lyria? Oh, right. Uh-huh. Um yeah, and so, we we basically learn the the world building plot of what's going on from her in a in a classic sort of we're gonna tell you everything sequence. Uh, I don't I don't know. It doesn't. It's none of it's really like immediately important. There were three kings like like tw- two decades ago. One of them, the king of Altair, the king of science, Mizor, the warrior king, and Trion, king of justice. And we learn. <laughs> and I don't know what that's supposed to fucking mean. And yeah, Trion is metal, Vitor's dude. dad. He's the king of justice. <laughs> <laughs> And then we find out that Vitor is Moses, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he got put in a yeah. basket and sent down a river. Little basket yeah. boy king Mo. of justice was getting attacked by Mizor, and so he sent his, his only begotten son into a basket with the ring. <laughs> into a basket with this boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, so, so the one thing that's kind of fun that I didn't realize until they showed it explicitly is that uh, you know, we're talking about this, this, the Saturn core, the most powerful energy source in the universe. And Mizor wanted to take it for himself and, and rule. And there's two pieces to it. There's the orb and the ring. And when you put the ring around the orb, it looks like the planet Saturn, which I was like, oh, oh okay, I get it. Right. Oh, because there's the, that. because Mizor still has the orb and Vitor has the ring sewn into his shirt like a little boy. But and... how do they know what Saturn is when they're from a galaxy <laughs> far away? It's not that far. It's not that far away. (laughs) Yeah, it's not far, far away. It's just right. Fantasy becomes reality (laughs) in a galaxy far Far away. away. Vitor. (laughs) Okay. So Vitor, Vitor gets some shit. He gets some free stuff. 
Um, he gets some yeah. toys. Yeah. He has a cool because he has this like large ring about the size of a frisbee. He's given a shield, and the shield opens. It splits in half, uh, and becomes bigger. And then there's a there's a disc inside. There's and a, it is a also disc. sometimes a parachute. You can use your shield like a parachute. Yeah, that's yeah. how metal works. <laughs> so this is called the trimarang. Is this disc? Um, also, b- before we get too far, the ring of starfire also makes anyone a care bear. Uh, they do the care bear stare with the with the ring of starfire. But let's get yes. on to the trimarang. Yeah, no, oh I mean, no, I mean, no. This is a good point because if you look at all three of these things, like now Vitor has a ring of some kind and a shield that is a, that flies and a and a trimarang. And there's just, I feel like they really could have condensed this a little bit or made some better cohesion with. It's the, it's the sort of like Conan the Barbarian sort of style of like, he's got his, he's got his, or Hercules, right? He's got his things, his, the, his, his artifacts he's collected from his many triumphs. In this case, Viner yeah. didn't do shit. He just went to a cave and got them all. But <laughs> And they belong to his dad, so they're like. Dad presents. Your dad earned. Your dad did the. He's a real. He's a baby boomer. Your dad did all the work, and here you go. I just. He's a I baby don't like trimer. that he has two discs, two separate types of discs on him. <laughs> like if the ring like was actually something he could has. put on his finger, or and, just... and the 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 trimarang is essentially a buzzsaw blade, which is like the worst weapon to throw away and have come back to you. How he's not. <laughs> How he's not cutting his own hands off on the regular, I do not I understand. Yeah. That point is even driven home more in the second episode in the fact that it's a buzzsaw blade. <laughs> but we'll get there. Cuts a tree into smithereens. <laughs> uh, but his hands are, are, are trimering proof? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're totally fine. I, I also I, love so- that the ancient temple that they're in is, like, the markings, the hieroglyphics on it are, like, from, like, 17 years ago. Like, yeah. that's it. You'd think uh-huh. it's some ancient thing, but this is like as old as he. This is as old that. as the show Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's also just it's so funny because yeah, they talk about it in these leaden tones, like we you know in any other show we talk about a hundred, two hundred thousand year old prophecy. Right, long ago, when you were there were three kings yeah. that ruled the land. It's like this was like uh, this is twenty years ago. If like, you look at the ever- wall, there is a story told of Ja Rule and Jennifer Lopez singing <laughs> I'm Real. The way you talk, the way you move. <laughs> this shit's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, here's another fun fact that I have. Uh, this episode was, uh, because you mentioned Hercules, I have to bring this up. This episode was written by a guy named Doug Leffler, uh, who has just directed a bunch of really shitty things, uh, including the straight-to-DVD Dragonheart sequel. But also, he directed several episodes of the Kevin Sorbo Hercules show. Oh, Sorbo. Uh, Sorbo, get out of here. Are you trying to sneak your way in here, Sorbo? Nasty, nasty Sorbo. (laughs) Sorbo is forever banned. You you have to go. Sorbo, you can't be on this show. You can't sneak in through Vitor like a Trojan horse. Sorbo. A a Sorbo. A Trobo. A Trojan Sorbo? A tr- yeah. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what's this fun show, Hercules? Oh, oh no, get out of here. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so they he gets his fun toys, and Skyla gets nothing. Um, no. <laughs> the, 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 like, info dump woman is like, yes, it's great. 
uh, you know, you both have a destiny. You're intertwined. You're Vitor and your dad's super important. And she's Skyla. And also you get these presents and Skyla's going to help you, I guess. And that's like the extent <laughs> we learn yeah. of what Skyla's supposed to do in this little arrangement, this destiny arrangement. Skyla, you have to stick around. <laughs> you can't just duck out. You got to you got to see this through to the end. Uh, My favorite and, part after this, though, is we is see it the creeper of refle- the cavern. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, we see a reflection on TV of what uh, our Mizor is watched. So he's watched all of this on TV just now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he looks at it, he thinks to himself, so, the ring has been in the hands of a mere child all these years. And then he calls out Dreadlock. Hey, Dreadlock. Dreadlock, the ring is in the hands of a mere child. Like, he repeats <laughs> his exact phrasing. It's so bizarre, the writing. Hey, come here and hear this funny a funny joke I just said. Yeah, he, he like, it's like the scriptwriters had it twice and forgot to delete it because they rewrote <laughs> it to be, like, to work work it in better. Yeah, and so right after that, this, this is my favorite part of the episode. It's the creeper, the creeper of the cavern. <laughs> Uh, because Lyria hologram woman is like, cool. Now you got all this stuff. Also watch out for the creeper, the cavern. And they leave, they try and leave it. And there's this like tentacle monster with a creeper face and a lot of tentacles. And they instantly (laughs) snatch up Skyla and they spread her arms and legs out like some videos I've totally never watched. And (laughs) and it's really bad. Like it's, it's instantly like, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's just my context, but you can't escape that. But that's a hundred demerits. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm subscribed to the no! subreddit. Uh, uh, this might be we might cut this, but to the subreddit uh, men, ri- men writing women and uh, oh, and which is always good. But Stephen King has one, or well, from and that's the men writing, writing, not riding, right? No, writing. <laughs> Sorry, it's a very different we're, subreddit where like. <laughs> The gunslinger like pushes his girl down and she lands in a quote unquote whorish sprawl. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No. Oh man, that just that just Come makes on. me. Uh, yeah, it's really viscerally awful. Yeah, but you know, but, to have like a creeper tentacle monster show up and instantly grab the girl in the show and then splay her out, it's like yeah, in a horror sprawl. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, it just. <laughs> It's really well, bad. And the um, fact that when Vitor attacks the creeper, he throws the trimaring in its mouth. And you we're all expecting the same thing that we've all seen time after time again, which is it goes in its mouth and then comes bursting out the side of it, like right. cutting it open. And instead, he just like coughs the thing back up and, and like then they runs go away. Home. Yeah, <laughs> the, the creeper is just like, it's I'm the most done. anticlimactic fight I've ever seen. <laughs> It's yeah, this and big buildup. And the trimaran comes back. We have to drop this in. The trimaran comes back and Vitor catches it and he's like, this is great. Like a yeah. fucking doofus. <laughs> so weird. Like, His wow, these, tools, these so toys weird. are awesome. <laughs> this is great. Oh, God. Yeah. He's also like, he's had the toys for about a minute. And he's, <laughs> he says something like, oh, man, that's no match for me. No, he immediately dude. has the unearned white male confidence that he's like <laughs> ready to roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! So the rest of the, the rest of the episode, we we go back. Uh, you know, there's there's been more robots, and the the henchman named Dreadlock has has gone along with the robots to to fuck up the 
the village where yeah, Vicar Dreadlock's lives. Yeah, Dreadlock's a big minotaur with surprisingly um, long, full eyelashes. Did uh, you notice his, like, Dreadlock, sassy eyelashes? <laughs> Dreadlock is the true main character of this show. I want the show to be about Dreadlock. I care more about <laughs> him than I care about any other character. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, his cute lashes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to get to my favorite line in the entire episode. We're doing. We're we're gonna talk about this because it's, I think this is brilliant writing. Uh, th- at the end, like there's uh, Vitor like falls off a bridge, and this is when we find out that his shield is a glider or a, you know, or he can fly with it or whatever. But Dreadlock also falls, and he's gonna die. And Vitor like chucks his trimarang and somehow saves him somehow. I guess he cuts and, a vine, and he's able to crawl up on the vine. Right, 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 right. And so Dreadlock walks up. And he looks back and he says, You saved my life. I should be indebted to you forever. But I'm not. <laughs> I love that, though. I love away. that he just admits that he's evil. He's like, you did me a solid. And if I were anyone else, I would owe you my life in return. But instead, I'm going to continue to try to kill you and take your thing. Was, there was shit, the writers... So the writers were baldly like working out the logical inconsistency and just sort of just made it into just made it real, which I got. I kind of respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a good for this is the first episode of the show. Like this was designed to get us in like and I, I was I was pumped at the end of this. I was I was pretty excited. I was I. <laughs> I didn't Ooh. hate it. I did not hate I what I watched. I think there's something to be said for rather than giving somebody everything they could possibly need in episode one to understand the rest of the show, to instead give them the sort of do it kind of lost style, right? Like, yeah, give them a shit ton of questions, make them make them want to find out the answers in the next in the you know the next over the next twenty three. Hmm. No, I feel you. I mean, my bar is set so low after doing this podcast for almost two years with you guys that like <laughs> that, like I'd almost forgotten what good content supposed to look like. So thanks for reminding me. OK, really quick. Uh, I want to make sure that we get the line in before we are out on this episode. Uh, OK, that uh, as uh, as Dreadlock <laughs> leaves, you know, in a rage, he shouts. We'll fight again, jungle boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh. Just rocks. <laughs> Just rocks. <laughs> it brings so many complicated feelings for me. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good line, though. <laughs> <laughs> Into the the next one, episode three of four, I so strongly reject the idea that before every episode of the show, they're basically like, here's what's about to happen, and then let's get into it. Like, who ever decided that that was a good idea to tell the... It's like showing the trailer directly before the movie, (laughs) except it's more than the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I remember it being a thing for a while, like, this is the, the episode sort of... The logline, like the pitch of the episode, they just do it. Yeah. Well, they the did it on, time, on Sailor Moon. Yeah. yeah, they did. The only time I appreciated that as a kid was, oh, I've seen this one before, so I can skip it. Ah, uh, yeah. Good point. Uh, they were, but they were that change, change that's the not really what TV people want 
out of the switch, <laughs> yeah. sw- switch the channel from Fox and go over to WB and watch Shaolin Showdown, the the, the right. one that you always watch when nothing else is on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just got a little autobiographical for a second. It's the only reason yeah. I ever watched Shaolin Showdown. <laughs> um, so this is Vitor episode three. This one's called The Spirit Tree. Hey, uh, Andy, and- why didn't we watch episode two? Well, or you four. can't find it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real reason. The real reason is that I didn't want to spend money on Vitor the Starfire Champion, uh, because <laughs> oh, the only way that you can actually watch episodes two and four is if you buy the DVD off Amazon. And I wasn't even about to spend seventeen dollars because then I would have had to like we would all have had to buy it, or I would have had to buy it and then like illegally rip it and get it to you somehow, which is also so against our normal practices. We're very we legal over any, here. Yeah, everything we everything we watch is strictly <laughs> we obey God's laws at all times. <laughs> And so I didn't want to do God that. God hates DVD rips. <laughs> God wrote all those FBI warnings. Um, and so you wouldn't download uh, a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're OK with that, though. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> pretty sure Jesus said he was cool with that. Um, all right. So this is this is episode three, because this is the only other episode you can find online. Uh, it's called the Spirit Tree, and here's a blurb. God, it's uh, so funny to picture somebody go, go to some go to Pirate Bay. Search the Bible. One of those hot Bible torrents. Give me one of those Amazon. Give me one of those Kindle files of the Bible. Oh Christ! Yeah, literally. Uh, so here's here's a here's a synopsis of the Spirit Tree. Uh, Vitor, trying to show his woodland friends how cool he is, wears a blindfold and chucks his incredibly dangerous trimarang in a random direction and accidentally (laughs) destroys his people's sacred spirit tree. Feeling sorry for himself, he throws his fancy artifact of destiny off a cliff. Without the tree, the Terrans start turning into warmongering assholes, so he is tasked by Chief Eldor to leave their island and find a magic seed to bring the tree back to life. But can he do it without the aid of his magical shield and trimarang? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, he, he can. Cool. We did it. We talked about episode three. It was really good. <laughs> I don't uh, actually have a ton of notes on this one. I uh, mean, really? Because this is so good. This content. This is incredible. This is such a good show. All right. L- uh, let, me, let me rip through some shit real quick on this one. I'm just going to go <laughs> off. Oh, Nathan please, Cox's okay. takedown. So, for a 2019 Nathan <laughs> Cox takedown. It's time. Okay, so the spirit tree, that's more Avatar shit. Uh, If this is like Mm -hmm. Avatar, I think James Cameron just watched Zytor, uh, or Vitor, (laughs) sorry, uh, to come up with everything. It could be Uh, Zytor if you want. What is Zytor, the Starfire Zampion? (laughs) Why not? So he, he he puts on the, the blindfold and the leader psychically tells him, hey, don't do some dumb shit. And then he immediately <laughs> does dumb shit by yeah. throwing his buzzsaw trimarang and cuts down the tree. Now, this tree deserved to be cut down because it was a weak ass fucking tree. It got hit True. by like in by two branches and two spots and the whole thing just withers and falls away. Yeah, it <laughs> turns into a crusty old banana. Exactly. Also, apparently it only sends out a seed once every hundred years. It's like, yeah. Man, so you're at the okay, end of so your fertile period, my friend. They are having a magical festival, a tree festival in their village. And uh, yeah, every hundred years, the Eldor, Eldor explains that <laughs> it, it brings Say out it a again. magic seed. Say Eldor a few more times, Austin. <laughs> Eldor. 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 Uh, 
And so it's it's going to go off somewhere in the wind and it's going to make a new cool tree. And mm-hmm. they all decide to celebrate by having like boomerang, having a boomerang party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because that's so That's what true. they do. That's what they do. <laughs> and they're like, hey, hey, Vitor, why don't you do that really cool boomerang of yours and throw it and also put on this blindfold and it's going to be great. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> and it doesn't it's not great but no a tree said, fucking dies in front of everyone he was warned psychically like nobody else heard him that eldor was in his mind telling him <laughs> don't do this use yeah, your weapon it, wi- it's incredibly dangerous and bad and the moment and it seems like vitor knows this because this you know half a millisecond after he takes off his bandana he's like what have i done it's so melodramatic and great. And then he, like, so quickly, immediately is just like, I don't deserve to wield these things. Let me take these these magical gifts that were given to me and only me and just chuck them over the cliff into the oh. water. Oh, and the best part, the best part, yeah, he throws all his shit off a cliff, but also <laughs> Chief Eldor explains how bad it is that the tree oh is God. gone. Because as soon as, as the <laughs> legend goes, as soon as the tree dies then the people of the village start to become warlike and literally it pans over and there's already like six people building catapults (laughs) in the 30 seconds that this tree has been gone they've just been waiting they've been waiting they wanted to sharpen their knives so bad but now they and of course none of the main characters none of the main important characters with speaking lines display any remotely any type of this sort of like violence yeah, I mean, it's imagine just, if we'd actually gotten to see Baboose go a little fucking crazy. This little kid, this kid Baboose. Yeah. Well, he kind of did. He was like, I will do anything to get this weapon. He was just crazy about a known weapon. He didn't build his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. No, but this, this like, warlike subplot is so weird. It's so <laughs> stupid. Oh, except well, it pays <laughs> off in such a great way, in my opinion. It's I'm really good. ahead Does a little bit. It, it does... Because here's the thing, they they make, they're like, oh no, it's horrible that they're making catapults and spears. But then later in the episode, they're under attack by flying motorcycle scorpions, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they use the weapons that they built to fight them off. It's like, thank God that they, saved the they day. cut down yeah. the tree, or else they would have been defenseless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at no point in this episode is the them being warlike anything other than just like, really stressful for chief eldor like (laughs) in no way is it like gonna really be a problem you've ruined my chill paradise chill two women two women fight over a string of fish um (laughs) oh no what society come to yeah but otherwise like it's just it's so weird it's so weird because the only time it's important is just like a three second pan over to just some angry villagers making another like stone axe or a catapult and then yeah yeah it's only important when it needs to be it's so fucking dumb (laughs) so so here's here's the here's the last of my fun facts for the day so the this episode in particular is written by two guys named ben Masselink and michael dale brown and michael dale brown's barely done anything like his imdb page is a ghost town but ben Masselink uh wrote the 2019 takedown yeah takedown <laughs> but uh ben Masselink wrote like scattered episodes for a bunch of like old sitcoms like starsky and hutch and hawaii 50 and that sort of thing you want to do you want to guess what his very last credit is that's listed on imdb 
Um, well, just because we get we get five new subs every time somebody says it, I'm gonna guess Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> no, his very last credit is Vitor the Star. <laughs> oh, that's just sad. It oh, this was a career him. ender. <laughs> so it made him stop writing. Wow. <laughs> this was his last hurrah this particular episode. Um, goodbye, goodbye, Ben Masselink. Bye, Ben. Uh, thanks for everything. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a brief scene back to um, back to Mizor. Got it. Oh, so, um, where he's watching TV again. He's seen that the TV is destroyed, and he's seen that Vitor had a tantrum, threw his shit off the cliff, <laughs> and so they are theoretically would be open to attack because he doesn't have his magic toys, mm-hmm. and. And then he's like, yeah, all right, prepare the the Skeledroids or whatever the, the bad people, the Mutoids, for mm-hmm. attack. And Skeledroids would have been a much better name for them, actually. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there is a, a fun little exchange with Dreadlock where he says, It's about time, if you ask me. Who asked you? <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Dreadlock did says yes. Uh, never uh, mind. <laughs> I love Mizor. I love him. I want him around more. He never shows yeah. up. He's he's one of those villains that never shows up on the battlefield. Like at least at least Munstar showed up on the, uh on his yeah, squid Yeah, Munstar made a point of it to be there every time. Yeah. Oh, have we have we said yet that his full name is Mizor Sarcophagus? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was that stated? I completely missed that fact. It was oh, I don't on, think on the it Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> My Lord Sarcophagus. <laughs> you could have done this during mummy stuff. I know. So that I think maybe there's a mummy sense. angle too. Apparently. Um, okay, so Vitor, in order to make up for his bullshit, he's gotta go find wherever the seed went off to. Mm-hmm. And replant it to make a new tree and make the people stop being angry about war, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, I don't know what if I like the implications of like without a, a tree that these people are just going to be like warlike, angry, angry yeah. people. I don't like um, it either. Not great. Um, also, the but, seed is basically. But then like we talked about them, them being warlike wound up being <laughs> very helpful. Yeah, it was super helpful, and then went away. Maybe they wouldn't be such sitting ducks if they didn't have this fucking tree. If it wasn't for this magic tree, yeah. giving you know, they made them, giving them their every need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this parasitic tree that's feeding off them. Mizor planted the tree to keep them, uh, uh, you know, under control. Yeah, I don't. That's actually that's a great headcanon. <laughs> so it it turns out that the flag. seed is basically the snitch from Harry Potter. Right, oh, it is. It is. Oh, good. Yeah. We get to talk about Harry Potter. I was, I was wondering when that was going to come up. <laughs> Read a different book. <laughs> <laughs> that's Austin being Rory. Um. So that's the A plot. The B plot of this episode is that oh. Baboose has fallen in the river trying to find <laughs> Vitor's shield and uh, and Trimering, and uh, in his in his, his quest to magic get helmet. It, yeah, he gets he gets monkey napped. He gets kidnapped by monkeys, and <laughs> they're not monkeys. They're monklets. They're monklets. They're monklets. Okay. Which the monkeys? In the monkeys first episode, are the monkeys are the ones with four arms and the ones that that stole naked <laughs> pants. That's right. That's God right. damn it! <laughs> Did they enjoy that I've, painting you made? 
I, they did, uh, and I have become a, accustomed to a life without pants and shall never wear them again. Well, you know, that's a choice you can make, but that's only really going to work in this garden in the world of monkeys. You He's going to make it. He's just going to have pizza with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, they're going to love you at funerals. <laughs> he's he's gonna let them masturbate him. <laughs> These four-handed masturbate monkeys. They, they I don't get... go anywhere without my monkeys. <laughs> I hate this episode. <laughs> it really got away from us, didn't it? it? It did. It has. It's so good, though. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad you're doing well over there in Monkey Town, Monkey Garden. Um, Austin, you were saying something. Oh, just you know that. Uh, Baboose <laughs> Baboose <laughs> Baboose sort of is as having fun with the monklets um, trying to deal with a big fish who's in the way of the shield at the bottom of the lake and they're just having all kinds of silly hijinks, hijinks trying, to, trying to get the shield back and uh, it's pretty inconsequential and stupid um, Baboose and the monklets but uh, Vitor Vitor winds up in a different civilization. Oh, you mean like Arborea? He... Yeah, okay. So he's in Arborea now, this new kingdom <laughs> that we never knew about. Yeah. Uh, the wind, it's like a wind kingdom. They really oh, love man. wind. The queen of Arborea, when he talks to, when she talks to Vitor, she says her people have secret knowledge of the winds and Mysore really wants it, keeps trying to steal it. It's just like, it's such a weird way to say it. Like... <laughs> I need to know what you know about the wind. I want it so bad. So the thing I do appreciate, though, is that building these like side civilizations is really nice to sort of having the world feel larger. Yes. And I, I like that. I like the, I the like fractured that. feel of it. Like there's these different yeah. pods of, of just rando humans living on different yeah. islands and they don't really like know each other. This one tribe isn't just the only, you know, isn't the only thing. Right. That's nice. Um, yeah, we meet a bunch of different people. Like, like I said, there's the queen, there's her son, Prince Pandar. <laughs> Pandar. Uh, <laughs> Pandar, take him to the tree dungeon. Yes, mother. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, he does, so like, he funny. goes alone. Like, they send the prince with the prisoner and they don't send any, like, guards or whatever. And so the prince is like, well, I don't want him to run away. So I guess I'll just tie myself to him with his rope. <laughs> Which is just such a bad idea. And then they fall off a bridge because everyone in this show falls off bridges. And like he almost dies. Well, this fucking prince almost dies. He almost dies because he, he tries to grab the ring. He tries to grab the starfire ring and it like gives him a shock. And yeah, he, he goes unconscious and then gets surrounded by Queen Claudia and the other Arboreans. And then uh, <laughs> Vitor tries to get in there and help. And they're like, yeah, all right. Um and he does the weirdest CPR I've ever seen <laughs> on him. Well, he only does like the chest compressions and he does like three of them. And then the Pandar wakes up because he's totally he was totally faking it. Uh, well, but he but... pushes at two different parts is like the collarbone <laughs> and the, the stomach. And he yeah. taps them briefly. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't even do the mouth to mouth because our heroes can't kiss dudes because, you know, we got those replicon rules like we can't we can't see anybody kiss a dude on these shows at all. Uh. Even yeah. for CPR, even to save a life, we can't do it. Um, yeah, it's such a, I don't know, this, this, whole, this whole episode, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, I want to I talk about one, another thing we, we did skip. That's the C-plot. 
with uh, Skyla, who we haven't mentioned oh, yet. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, because Skyla, Skyla goes off, and she's just having her own little adventure spying on Mizor, and she plays a fun little prank in this episode, where yeah. she uses a new invention called the Sonic Vocal Delay Disruptor, and she just starts talking and using Dreadlock's voice, and Dreadlock like <laughs> keeps trying to give orders to all of his robots, and then he's like, Man your ships! I said... Wreck your ships. Oh, I thought it was so kind scared. of fun. They're also scared. They just start blasting apart their own dragon cycles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Hey, stop doing that!" Like he said, Bro, keep, "Keep doing, doing that. that." Like <laughs> uh, it's good was... comedy. I, I kind of see both sides. It, it's kind of a lame way to just resolve the problem. It's just say pretend to be the bad guy and say okay guys go home and they just do <laughs> yeah uh, again this is why skyla is like way too overpowered because like but it's yeah. funny. tries she totally. succeeds at yes yeah. she just invented that like just today she came up with that yeah like this is what they're <clears throat> doing with her because three episodes in they already don't know how to keep her from just solving everyone's problems so they just have her right. be uninterested and somewhere else yeah, she has a flying car. Like, yeah, wh- why not just go with she was there at the beginning of the episode and then she just fucks off. Like once there's a problem. Yeah, Vitor, like, Vitor can't Vitor even should fly. Just, like, get fucking glider. He's crashing everywhere. Like she's got a ship. Yeah. T- give him a lift. Yeah. Use your computer to figure out where the trajectory of the seed went. Like, don't let the wind people use their wind <laughs> computers to figure out where the seed went. Like you have this like. You have the fucking Jetsons up above you, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's silly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what else? What else even happens to this oh, one? Oh, so Skyla does come back at the very end. So you know, he, he, the wind people trust him, and so they use their wind computers to figure out where the seed went. And he goes and he uses a launcher to fly his glider to get the seed. Um, about ten seconds later, and then he oh flies my home. God. And then he the bad even... people are attacking. Okay, but he worries He worries out loud for a second. He's like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to be able to find the seed because it's so small. And he can't even finish the sentence. And he's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, like, there it is. Oh, I found it. <laughs> why even, why <laughs> even write that? <laughs> Just have him find it and move on. They realized, <laughs> oh, shit, do we have no tension for this episode? <laughs> do we need to add some? Just for a minute? <laughs> for two seconds maybe even yeah I, I do like that that when they attack again to to draw into the star wars parallels all the people basically become ewoks and they're like dropping mm-hmm. rocks from gliders and stuff like that yeah uh, yeah and, but they clearly are no match and then skyla has that weird thing that just like shocks the shit out of the robots and kills them uh right which made me think like it's a good thing like it's clearly there's a reason why that they're all robots and not humans or else they would just be murdering tons of humans yeah it's Uh, the samurai jack (laughs) thing right like yep there's only one way to show violence like good limb chopping violence and it's (laughs) if it's a robot to do it to robots yeah 100 percent. yeah um yeah skyla has a line when she comes in to save the day at the perfect moment um and he says is that you always show up at just the right time which i i wouldn't i wouldn't hang a hat on uh-huh if if that's just a bad plot convenience like that's not making it more clever by commenting on it it's just <laughs> yeah. you chose when he sh- when she shows up you made her show up <laughs> at the right time like you're not 
Yeah, what is that, what is that thing right you always get you... up in arms about, Rory? Where it's like they. Oh, it's like... it's the it's the um it's the thing about. Uh... Oh no, I'm no, I'm sorry. It's the money bags from Monopoly. Uh, when you oh, when oh. you it's when you oh, introduce right. you already written your joke and then you use naming you use saying the joke as like a double dip. Like right. you wrote this person to show up dressed like Mr. Moneybags. You don't get to then have Ace Ventura be like, "Look at this Moneybags." Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a weird. That's what it. Yeah. It's exactly like the double if the double dip feeling. Like you can't you can't just conveniently write her everywhere you need to be and then make it seem like a fun thing that she's everywhere you need to be at the right time. Like. It's really. Lazy. It's not a coincidence. You wrote this whole thing. <laughs> you're acting. You're acting like it's real, and you found it. Bar- you found the script buried in the dirt, and then only had to write the last three pages. <laughs> See, we like to comment on things. <laughs> oh god! It's a commentary on how she shows up. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. They fight everybody off. Uh, they get the seed back, and rather than like. Like, it feels weird. Like, it looks like the elder, Chief Eldor, is planting the seed next to the tree, but then it, like, makes the tree itself come to life, and I kind of feel like that's not how seeds work, but uh, I guess it needed Vitor's chest beams, his Care Bear stare, to activate it, too, and eh, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and then everybody drops their crossbows in a daze, like, oh, God, what were we, oh, no, were we, were we defending the city and saving our lives? Oh, darn. Shoot. <laughs> terrible decisions were made i and but before we get too far away from the the battle itself there was one part that i just enjoyed so much yeah where uh dreadlock is is kind of trying to to kill targill but he's trying to kill him with like daddy hugs like he's just like (laughs) hugging him and shaking him and like a daddy would would hug and shake (laughs) his child just like a daddy (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and there's so many good there's a they use it in the intro too, but like when Vitor shows up and joins the fight, he like lands on Dreadlock and then jumps up like thirty feet in the air and does like three spins in different directions and then sticks the landing like a fucking gymnast. Like he's he's no joke. You Vitor, know what I noticed in the credits hmm. is they have they credit gymnasts for doing stunt performances in the credits. They have <laughs> like gymnastic me. performances for like and then they list three people. So yeah, because the they... guy clearly does like a, a 1080 twist. He does some snowboard tricks. <laughs> tell me more about your snowboard tricks that you know. 1080 twisty. <laughs> yeah, tell me more about a 1080 twisty. <laughs> you do however many spins that is. That's four spins, and then you do a twisty where you put your arms out and twirl like a girl. Yeah. Because it's not a manly twist when you're doing a 1080 twisty. It's a very feminine twist. You can tell. I learn a, I learn a lot from you, woman. Rory. Because it's a woman's <laughs> trick, and I'm not being sexist. Only women can do the 1080 twisty. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I did one as Kinsuke Kamache or Akari Hayama back in the 1080 <laughs> snowboarding days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ricky Winterborn could do a 1080 kids? twisty for sure. I played a lot of snowboard kids. That shit was tight. Oh, I played uh, SSX, played. the SSX Tricky. That's mm, that's tricky. Yeah. Uh, it's tricky so, to rock around. To rock around, it's tricky, Andy. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. Uh, so at the end of the episode, my favorite is my favorite thing. Uh, Chief Eldor really tries to wrap up everything in a in a moral and a nice bow, but like because I would play Andy, I would play as I would play as the funny little <laughs> Japanese girl. This is tricky. Hey, can we get a pants update? <laughs> oh, uh, 
My pants have been reborn from the ashes like a phoenix. Their feathery oh. wings have wrapped themselves around my uh, my bulging thighs. <laughs> a rippling manly bulge. He got feather wings. Yeah, it's true. Nice. It's true. It's so much softer and better than it was before. Wow. So you've been reborn anew in, in better pants. It's Thank you, forearmed monkeys. Thank you, forearmed monkeys. This podcast has been wonders stork. for my thighs. You've got stork jorts. <laughs> We're going to put that. This That's going to be the quote on the front of our, our website now. It's going to say, this podcast does wonders for your thighs, Nathan Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so Chief Eldor tries to wrap everything up nicely. Andy, do you in a remember bow? the level in SSX? <laughs> 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 You're in like a pinball machine. It's like a giant pinball machine. Rory, you have to stop. So he says. He says, but it's way too long. Like, you want this to be, like, a few words or a nice sentence, but he says, A small mistake can cause great harm. Yet even in the most troubled times, there is still hope if we trust ourselves and do what our hearts tell us is right. And cool. It feels... What is that? <laughs> it's what really clunky. Mean? I don't know. I don't know, man. But what I do know is that before we before we go into our little wrap-up, we need to talk about the preview of next episode that we see. Yeah. Oh, I'm so mad we didn't get this episode. I, I wanted was to so see that excited one. for it. <laughs> and I already had like kind of like a strange crush on... Uh, what on was Pyra? Pyra, yeah. Evil Mizar's like, yeah. beautiful, re- rebellious daughter, Pyra? <laughs> yeah, I was really <laughs> into Pyra. Where is the Pyra story that we are <laughs> Oh man, I love it. The this like this terrible announcer situation is happening and telling us what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, and he's say, really enthusiastic, <laughs> and and it everything sounds normal except the word weird is dropped in and it just uncomfortable place. He says, "Vitor and Pyra find themselves in a very weird place called Wilderland, a forgotten desert where fantasy becomes reality." Like, oh, it's so wacky. What a crazy high concept show we do. I can't um, believe we missed the part where fantasy becomes reality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rory, you want to take us into an outro? Or uh, not an outro, but our little wrap up. I would love to, but unfortunately, I really was sort of at the at the mercy of these <laughs> crazy masturbating monkeys that Austin has. <laughs> He's... I t- we were having so much fun in the garden, and Austin made them foul. He he commanded them he, with his grim words to start doing that nasty deed. Well, then they went and started making pizzas. Very <laughs> yeah, I tried to be the pizza monkeys now. Okay. Oh, we're back with the monkeys. We're back with the garden, everybody. We we went inside yeah. while Nathan was doing unspeakable <laughs> things with the with the garden monkeys. My thighs we are great. <laughs> we went inside for a while and just cooled down, just mellowed out. We were a little drunk on garden wine. <laughs> so we just needed to take a little, take a little quick little afternoon snooze, but we're back, uh-huh. we're back, and 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 now that Nathan has uh, ascended to become their king, they they're a little more ruly. <laughs> we can actually have a conversation without those monkeys doing nasty things in our garden. Yeah, it's still freaky that they have four arms. They have but... four arms, and they use all four of them for their nasty <laughs> things. But we're not. But luckily we're not they're done doing it. Luckily they're done they also... doing it. They also use forearms to make pizza faster they've than anyone a, else they've can. They've made us a pizza, everybody. Ah, uh, we're eating listeners. We're eating garden listeners, monkey the pizza. monkeys made us pizza, and we're very <laughs> thankful. 
We're so uh, you know, if you put enough monkeys in a garden, eventually they'll create pizza. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one there, Austin. Um, I have a question for all of us. Um, Let's do it. But actually, just for Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. Why do you think this show was canceled? Why do you think this show didn't connect <laughs> with audiences? Well, uh, here's the thing. I think that ultimately we, especially in 1980s society, were a warlike people. Uh, <laughs> we did not want messages of peace and non-aggression and a lack of weapons. Uh, mm. Also, the other that's part of it, probably the biggest factor is that Vitor's weapon was fucking horrible. No one was like, a oh man. shield and a buzzsaw? Yeah, yeah, a, a tiny <laughs> a metal trimering. shield and a, a little metal buzzsaw. No one was going to get excited to watch him fight people with a little metal buzzsaw. Plus, there's the fact that he never fought anyone with that buzzsaw. He only fought a, a creeper that just spat <laughs> it back out like it wasn't a thing. And he fought an old, horrible, weak-ass tree. <laughs> Uh, look, if you want me to watch a show, I need to watch him, like, chop some things up. I want to watch him destroy some robots, do some damage to some flesh. I'm hungry. It's the 80s. I hate Russia. I want to see them, like, fight fight communists in in human form. Yeah. You really want to think about this show and coming out in 1989 after most of the really good cartoons have already been out. Like Ninja Turtles is already out. Transformers is already Transformers had a movie. You know, I'm not watching watching this show over any of those shows. And that's the thing. You've got that hard competition. You're never going to watch this. No. No. What does this have going for it? Though, I will say uh, there was one sequence in this show that we watched uh, that made me be like, damn, that trimerang is baller. And it was when they were doing their boomerang party at one point before he puts the bl- the blindfold on, he chucks it and he knocks, he like cuts down a coconut off the tree. And as the coconut's <laughs> falling like midair, the trimerang comes right back around and cuts the coconut in half and two people catch the coconuts. And it's like, that was pretty baller. Like Andy, imagine what would ha- that would have been if it was a, if it was a robot head. Andy, you just said that the most interesting part of this entire series was watching a man <laughs> cut a coconut from a tree and then cut that coconut in half. Case I closed. did, didn't I? <laughs> Case I did fucking say that. closed. Yeah, I think it's time for us to to cut our own go- go- coconut in half and, and, and wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> wrap up this episode. was that a transition did that work i'm in it too we'll shake yeah. it all up and we'll get the hell out of here oh man i nathan nathan i yeah. i hope that this went some tiny measure towards uh atoning for our past misdeeds yeah no uh all the other shows you've had me watch i would give one star out of five this one gets a solid two so, oh shit! Yes. All right, uh, you know we ask a lot from you, and you give us a lot in return. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah. so much. I'm so glad that I was able to to, to be here to have my pants stripped off by Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> this was your Friday night. Alright guys, thanks uh thanks thanks a ton for, for joining us in this in this really really fun and wild episode. We had so much fun in this wild episode. It was so silly. We was it was such a fun, silly one to do, everybody. We had a lot of fun. 
We had a lot of fun, everybody. It was so silly. <laughs> you oh guys, we God. were crazy in this one. We were crazy. <laughs> and you had a lot of fun listening. And Nathan had a great time, didn't he? I had a fantastic time. No That's time could right. have ever been better. That's fucking right, Nathan. Uh, thank you, Nathan, for being here. We love you. We're, we always love having you back, even even uh, even if it seems like it's a chore. It's my pleasure, it's, really. It only seems that way. Because <laughs> yeah. it is a delight. Because we we are delightful garden scamps just having a silly time. <laughs> Gotta steal that baton back. Here we go. Oh, I got it. Uh, if you, if oh, you, you like the show... You from me in the garden. Uh, if you like our garden, and you like the show, and you want to see more four-armed monkeys uh, in Andy, your mind in place... SSX, did you prefer to use the normal <laughs> snowboard or the alpine snowboard? <laughs> Because I like how fast you could go on that long alpine snowboard. Uh, you should find us on, on like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and we have a website. But it's not as good for Tuesdays. tricks, so that's how you get your tricky meter out. That's how you <laughs> get that fun song to play. Got that sweet website that we have. You can find all our old web, old episodes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on well, Apple, it's, Podcasts. It's Apple Podcasts. I'm, Austin is really... Really trying to make sure that everyone knows about that branding change. He wants to, I think maybe Apple paid him yeah. a little bit. He's telling everybody that it's called Apple Podcasts these days and not iTunes. He's got, a, he's got his grubby little in paws iTunes. in Tim Cook's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Apple's been paying him in, in extra cash. And, uh, and so you can find us, give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. Thank you so much for listening. Austin, you got any final comments? Yeah, no, see, it's not that hard to use the correct words, is it? It's not that hard. Um, <laughs> That's a 2019 uh, take <laughs> uh, Um... Yeah, you know what? Next week we're gonna we're gonna slide into some some new DMs. a new arc. We're gonna do another some of our great 2019 takedowns. Um, see <laughs> what we're so. gonna do next with a new, whole new arc um, that I'm excited to announce is gonna be King of the Hill. Fuck yeah, we're watching Ooh, King, of yeah, Hill, we're gonna watch King of the Hill, baby. <laughs> um, and uh, once again, thank you so much to our guest Nathan Cox. Nathan, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, yeah, just thanks as usual for having me. Uh, I've got a total of four shows coming up next year at Jet City Improv. Or Jet City Improv. I just gave the website, which is <laughs> jetcityimprov.org. Uh, so if you ever want to come see a show either about a dirty Christmas shit or also baking. That's Wait, is British. it about a dirty Christmas shit? Or that you're saying has been uh, Uncle Mike Ruins Christmas. Uh, and then Britain's yes. Baking Challenge, oh, which oh, is oh, going to oh, provide oh. Great British Bake Off. Uh, there's a tribe called Yes to Battle, which is. Uh, improvised hip-hop battles and then finally a jukebox musical which is exactly what it sounds like we uh, yeah. pick the songs and we make a musical around those known songs so if you want to come see any of those shows uh either holla, move holla to seattle me, uh, and, yeah move uh, to seattle <laughs> uh, and then uh, jetcityimprov.org okay nathan well we didn't ask for your life story but you know um you got <laughs> it's a 2019 Austin, you've taken at least 10 years of my life for this podcast. I can take two minutes. Yeah, well, and we've taken up our listeners' lives, too, and uh, that time has come to an end. So uh, thanks, everybody, and uh, uh, we'll catch you on the next flip. Yeah.